You're listening to Wild Takes presented by 10,000 Takes. Opa! Welcome to the Wild Takes Podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. This is the podcast where we talk about the wild and give our takes. I am Dev with me, as always, is my Yule Tidally attractive co-host, Zooch. Zooch, how the hell are you? Hey, we're doing good. It's good to have you back, Dev. It's been a, it's been a little bit since we've yeah. had podcast in full form. We had to have the It's a Bit Boys. Actually, I don't like It's a Bit Boys. We had uh, the 10,000 <laughs> Hate Boys because I guess when I said It's a Bit, it offended them for some More reason. More than just they're more than just the it's a bit yeah they are and, and i think we know that but i mean for goodness sake i just said you know i you know it's a bit boys that's their podcast trying to plug them and they're hey listen it's uh it's good to be back i have i have touched uh most of the corners of the united states the last two weeks and i am very excited to be almost done with traveling but um i'm here we've got a uh we're recording this on the Tuesday after Christmas, a couple hours before the Wild play the Jets in Winnipeg. And I am just so happy that I'll be able to just hang out, have a nice relaxing night, and maybe watch some, a little bit of hockey in between packing for another trip. But uh, we'll talk a little bit more about my next trip that I got coming up here in a bit. But first, first before we uh, get up into that... Um, Let's do our stick taps, man. It, uh, yeah. It's been a hot, hot second. And and uh, do you want to do stick taps or cup clinks first, actually? I mean, we could do either or. I mean, we could probably start with the cup clinks. Yeah, I feel like that's probably a little bit more on brand. Uh, so, yeah, let's start with our cup clinks. And, Zooch, why don't you take it away? My cup clink is grandparents. <laughs> I love their grandparents, all right? Grand- I, I, I just got to see all of them for, you know, the Christmas season. They're awesome, man. I mean, who doesn't love having the grandparents around and spending time with them. And, you know, that that's my cup clink. It was a very, very nice to see all the, the grandparents this this uh, holiday season. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's... I think uh, you're in the same vein as I am this week. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm kind of in, I'm in the same vein, but from a slightly different energy. Uh, so my cup clink is to anybody who made it through an awkward family get-together uh, without going to jail. And without, you know, because, you know, as great as grandparents can be, sometimes they get a little cuckoo and then it just, you know, they start saying, you know, maybe they say the N word while you're playing cards or, uh, you know, say that, you know, just things like that that are just wildly inappropriate and very uncomfortable for everybody. So anybody that made it through one of those with your grandparents, um, or, you know, who maybe it's the the crazy drunk uncle or whoever. Yeah. Um, anyone who made it through the awkward family holiday without going to jail, cup clinks to you. Good job. You deserve oh, yeah, it. You deserve it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude, I, I had some, I mean, the, the, the drunk uncles. I mean, it's just Christmas is it's a great holiday. I will say working in retail and working in a meat department. I don't like Christmas around that when I'm working because all you and your prime ribs and cutting and tying and taking the bone and spinning it around and just doing all of this nonsense in the orders 
just placing just 250 orders. It's it's crazy, man. So that I do not enjoy. But when I'm off work, oh, Christmas rocks. <laughs> yeah, it's a great time. Um, yeah, I mean, the last two weeks I went to my uh, trip to my mom's side of the family in Arizona. And then my dad's side of the family, we had a thing in uh, Nashville. And then we had a friend's wedding in Miami. And, you know, it's just been crazy like that. And we, and then we have my wife's side of the family, all uh, my wife's dad's side of the family anyway, like came, you know, some of the, uh, her, her grandmother on that side of the family came into town and we all did three days at, at my wife's parents' house. So it, oh, yeah. it was, it was very nice, but also by the end of it, you're just like ready and it's good to just kind of start to get back to get back to normal life. But, um, yeah, hope everybody had a, uh, a holly jolly Christmas and a happy Hanukkah and, Anything else that you may be celebrating? A, a good yes, happy sir. holidays to everybody. Happy um, holidays. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, let's do stick taps. My stick tap uh, is for Matt Dumba, Matt Zuccarello, and Ryan Hartman. Um, if you haven't seen the video, uh, there's a video going around on social media of just it starts out at just some guy recording his friend getting woken up, and then out of nowhere you see Ryan Hartman come into the frame and start shaking his friend. And then you see Matt Zuccarello come in and start shaking his friend and the friend starts to wake up like, what the hell is going on? And then they go, oh, and Dumba's here too. And then Matt Dumba <laughs> walks in the room and starts like hitting this guy like, hey, what's up, brother? Just struts <laughs> into just a perfect little strut. Oh, it, it was awesome. an episode of The Office almost. It was very similar. Like I, when I saw the guy on the bed, at first I didn't know what I was watching. I was like, who is that? I was like, I don't, like who is that? I've never I seen I was trying to figure out if it was like a prospect was so confused. or – Right, exactly. That we just like didn't know. No, just some random citizen. (laughs) Then it turns out that during the the winter break, which by the way is like a side note, I think it's awesome that the NHL is like, you know what, like NBA wants to play on Christmas Day, NFL's got Christmas Eve. Let's just give everybody like four days off. Nobody's getting traded. Nobody's getting cut. Uh, just go hang out, be with your families for like five days. I love that they do that. It's one of the coolest things I think in pro sports. Good on the Um, NHL. They do, at least they do something right. Yeah. Right. And And their uh, playoff system isn't very good. And there's, there's (laughs) around the league, but yeah, they do that. Right. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, you got to give credit when it's due and, and it allows for great moments like that, where what we, we found out later is just like a couple dudes were just out at a bar in Duluth. Mm-hmm. ran into some of the wild guys and we're like hey our buddy didn't come out tonight um can you we think it'd be funny if you guys went and woke him up and for some reason the wild guys are like hell yeah let's do it yeah they agreed to it and open i love arms it. <laughs> open that was arms fantastic and, yeah it was terrific so if you haven't seen that video i'll i'll uh if you're listening on spotify i will put it um into the app so you should be able to see it uh, just kind of as we're talking about it here. And if you haven't seen it, go check it out on social media. Just look around for it. We'll post it on the, the Wild Takes Twitter account as well. It is, it's very, very funny if you haven't seen it. So yeah, hooray. It seems like Matt Zuccarello's had a few run-ins with fans and he's just a good dude all around. Like very yeah. friendly. I mean, clearly you've seen the connection he's got with uh, Kaprizov. Like those two, literally. I, I mean, I think it's nice to have I'd call him an aging and the way he's playing, he's an aging superstar in this league right now. He's playing great hockey. Yeah. I mean, sure. Is he McDavid or McKinnon or any of those guys? No, of course not. Nobody's them, but I would put Zuccarello in that top uh, category of NHL players. He's a very good player and he's helped Caprizov quite a bit. 
Like, I don't think Kaprizov is having as much success without Zuccarillo on his uh, left wing, I believe. Maybe right wing. I'm not too positive. They're always flying around the ice there. So, left. yeah, left. Usually, usually the left. I don't know. They're, they got a lot of lefties on this squad, so it's kind of yeah, I know. <laughs> hard to keep track of all of them there. But, yeah, uh, my yeah. tap is the World Juniors. It's back, baby. Hell, and yeah, good one. Exciting opening day. Canada lost. Love seeing that. I actually have a Canadian troll in my mentions right now. So, yeah, fuck Canada and fuck yours. <laughs> uh, nice loss to Czechoslovakia or whatever the fuck you lost to. Nice job there. Um, yeah, Chechnya. Sorry. Wasn't it? Didn't they used to be Czechoslovakia or something like that? There used to be. Oh, it's just, I think it's just Chechia now. So Chechia, yeah, it is just Chechia. Chechnya. Which makes me laugh because I think of Barry when I hear yeah. that. The show Barry. <laughs> like yeah. I think of, it's uh, a goddamn, thing, what's his name? It's so similar. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know what I was going at? I just oh, like yeah. Canada because you guys think you guys just noses up. You guys are the only people who are good at hockey in the world. Like, you guys are so awesome. But. Yeah, and don't call it puck. I guess that upsets him too. I guess they don't call it puck. <laughs> what, dude? You are literally one of the stupidest people I've ever had in my mentions. So that that's I, I've had a good time uh, going back and forth with him. But yeah, no, they lost. Canada lost to start. U.S. beat Latvia, I believe. Yeah. Like that. Austria getting pounded yet again. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, Sweden kicked the dicks off of Austria. Oh yeah, dude. Eleven nothing. And no Jesper. No Jesper for Sweden this year. I don't know if he's ineligible or something, but uh, I think he aged out. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But um, I, I saw something on Twitter, probably someone who didn't know what they're talking about, but I was like, wait a minute here. Yeah. Why isn't he playing? Cause Shane Wright's playing for Canada. Canada's got a wagon, by the way. I don't understand how they, yeah, no, they do and handled. Maybe, maybe Chechi is sneaky good this year. Uh, I, David Spachek had a nice, Spachek, goal. Yeah, he had a nice goal. So uh, Liam Ogren also, Scored. Mm-hmm. Everybody yep. on that roster scored. So yeah, <laughs> they play a good team. Um, yeah, no, it, it, in that first game of the day, Finland and Switzerland is maybe the Swiss are going to make a little bit of a run in this tournament. I think they're, it's going to be a tight tournament. So I think you're right. Besides Austria. So Austria yeah. is not very good. No, they're not. Especially with that. What, whatever happened to Russia? Are they like banned from playing in these or something? Where like, yeah, they're banned kind of indefinitely. Um, <laughs> Uh, fair enough <laughs> unaf- yeah basically uh i i who knows it might be different when the war in ukraine stops but for the for the meantime russia and belarus are basically banned from every level of international play uh which does oh, yeah, belarus sometimes is played in uh mm-hmm. and sometimes is played in these tournaments i'm pretty sure maybe i'm yep, not they have they, they it's been a while because they haven't been very good feels but... like it's been the same couple uh 10 teams for the past couple of years so. yeah um, well, you mentioned, you mentioned Jesper Wallstead and team Sweden here. Uh, let's kind of transition to the rest of the show, but before we get like all the way into it, uh, I'm going to, we're going to take a very quick break and say hello to some of the people that make this show possible. So we'll be right back. Better Edge is the exclusive betting partner of 10,000 takes. And if you're using some other platform, that's lame. Don't do that. Use Better Edge. And if you haven't done it yet, go to Better Edge, sign up, and use promo code 10K for $23. All righty, and we're back. Thanks again. And yeah, before we took a break, we were talking about uh, Jesper Wallstead and uh, Team Sweden just kicking ass and taking names. And 
let me tell you. <laughs> As, um, hold on, before you get into that, did you see? I I just wanted to say it before we get into Jesper and the Gus comps. Mm-hmm. I'll lead into that here. Uh, did you see Liam Ogren have to like put his A on his jersey? Before, yeah, that was awesome. Like, preliminary game. He's sitting there. He's just like. And the best part is he looks up and he he sees himself on the whatever, and he's just like. A, that was pretty cool man Uh, that was awesome but he had it on yesterday so it makes me wonder if like they just like last minute were like oh by the way liam you're an a oh okay (laughs) so like i I mean like eight minutes before slap it on there you know slap it on their their shoulder yeah what can't he do man (laughs) yeah I, I like Liam. That was a solid goal he had yesterday. So let's hope it was. Can. Yeah, no, excited to see excited to see what he turns into and and how his development keeps growing. Uh, once again, Judd hard Brackett, to find a comp for him. Job. Hard to find a comp for him. He plays a plays a little. He plays a weird game. Can be offensive. I heard he's very good defensively. Probably could ask Spoke a little bit on that. Spoke might be able to give us. A yeah. Game. Well, we'll have Spoke Z back on here in, in a little bit because uh, yeah. there's a lot going on with the, well, with the World Juniors. I think we probably could have him on here in a few weeks. Get him exactly. To- there's a lot tournament. going on. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, the um, we wanted to take a moment in this episode to once again give a shout out to our guy Philly G, aka Gus. So if you listen to the uh, not, I don't think it's the most recent. It's, it's a bit episode, but one of the more recent ones, the uh, it's a bit boys as they love to be called. Uh, found themselves in Bill Guerin's office and interviewed him from from there. And we learned that the team all just calls him Gus. So um, we're going to stick with Philly G, but he's been playing lights out. And excuse he me, had his first loss in seven starts in his last time out. I know. It's on and, like a tear. So, I mean, you're going to lose at some point. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it'd be. Look at the Devils. They went on. Yeah. They went on an absolute rampage, and now they're right back to where they've been the past like four years. Can't win, right? Oh, just it, hockey's hockey's weird this year, man. It's it's a bunch of ebb and flows, and it's it's hard to tell who's the cream of the crop here in the Western Conference, especially because you know Colorado's gonna be a great team. They're just injured. They're beat to hell right depleted. now. Depleted, and then you got Vegas, who everyone wrote off last year and said they're a terrible team, and they're dominating the West right now. So, yeah. And everyone um, else so, in that in that division is kind of like eh. we talked about Fiala last week. I mean, it's not like the Kings are <laughs> any better than they were last year with adding Fiala, which I'm, I'm still surprised by. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised Fiala's doing his thing. But like we said also last week, let's see what he does in the playoffs this year because he has been absolute no show. Let's see if they make it to the playoffs. That's not yeah, even true at this point. Yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, I want to give a shout out to Philly G and also the future, uh, Jesper Wallstead. I got sent a tweet from a friend of the show, Erica, and it's kind of wild. I never had seen a picture of the two of them side by side. They look like they could be brothers and not yeah. just in the way that like all Swedes kind of look alike. Cause they kind of do, but like Jesper and, and, and Phil definitely look like they're probably from the same family tree at some point. So I want to read off, excuse me. I want to read off a couple of uh, other similarities that they have other than just like having the same face. Obviously one, they're both Swedes Two, They played for the same SHL team, Lulea Mm -hmm. Uh, in their final season with Lulea, their difference in save percentage was only 0.001 away from each other. So they had almost exactly the same uh, save percentage Uh, before Jesper uh, debuted. 
Philly Philly G was the youngest goalie to be to debut in Lulea history, and then now that title belongs to Jesper. So the two youngest goalies to ever start a game for Lulea, and then this is where it gets a little goofy. Jesper wound up actually living in Philip's apartment as when he was a rookie. So like the same exact apartment. That's crazy. And then now obviously they're both in the wild organization and it's looking very, very possible that, you know, probably not yeah, next that, year, but that'll be probably not next year, year, but two years from now, they could be the one, a one B for the wild. And then eventually, you know, that it would probably be Philly G as the one a for the first couple of years. And then one, one B the, the, the latter half, because they're only a couple of years apart in age. There's a pretty good, listen, like there's a, there's a chance that the wild are, in a very, very good position for goalies for, you know, a long time. And yeah, and it, it really just, it. it matters on if Philly kind of can keep at this level. We've seen, if he's had two sides of his career. He's mm-hmm. been an absolutely elite goaltender for half of his career. I mean, the numbers, the numbers tell you the story. And if you don't like the numbers, watch them. He's been playing out of his mind the last six, seven games here. And that was kind of, I believe it was his first year in the NHL when he came up and he played, I think, like 20 games, maybe, if that. I mean, he did not like that. Yeah, he was like elite. He was, he had a great goals against, a great save percentage. And then last year, it was completely flipped on its head. And he did uh, just the exact opposite, wasn't as good, wasn't as sharp. And then, <laughs> then he started off awful and now he's been really good. So let's see if he can keep at, where he's playing right now, keep that level and intensity. Really, it's uh, the goalie. You got to keep that foot on the pedal and keep training. Because, yep. I mean, you kind of saw it. I think they came into the season thinking, "Oh, our defense is so good, we don't really have to be on top on top of our game." You know, just get through these first couple, and we got torched. Just yep. like, yeah, yeah. Turns out that's not straight. a good way to do that. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. That kind of is a good. That's a pretty good transition, actually. Um. The Wild are hurt. And also, we just found out um, a couple hours before puck drop that um, Jake Middleton did not make the trip. He is sick with a non-COVID illness. Um, no. Yeah, so that's not ideal. Uh, the Wild did recall uh, Andre Schuster. Um, hang on, I got to pull up the full list. Sammy Walker and Adam Beckman. Yeah, that's it. Are the, those are the three... Excited. We talked. Uh, we talked a lot about Sammy on uh, a few weeks ago's episode. I, I'm excited. He was. He was. He was awesome so good. He was up here before. Yeah. We and... even talked about a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Micheletti was very strong worded when we had signed him. He's like, oh, it's just another Kyle Rowe. But I, I didn't agree with that take then, and I sure as hell don't agree now. Kyle Rowe was a good hockey player. Okay, great college hockey player. He didn't have the skill set that Sammy Walker had. Sammy Walker was like one of the the top players in the state of Minnesota when he was playing at Edina. He was very highly touted, and he's he's got great speed, great hands, and he looks great in the reverse retros considering he played Edina for his whole career. So <laughs> just fits in very well. I like Kyle Rao, Andy, not as much as our, our fellow. Uh, Listen, I'm, I'm the number two Kyle Rao fan. Yes, in 10K. Behind, yes. Behind, behind producer Andy or whatever. But those two are completely now. different style of players. Like, it, yeah, it, no. Kyle, Kyle is the little guy who's turned into, as he's gotten older, has turned into more of a grinder. And yep. uh, Sammy Walker still got them silky mitts. So 
And Sammy, he, I mean, he's young too. I believe he's like 23, 24. Probably. Uh, yeah. He's got, if he develops here and like he can improve on his speed even more than what he is now, that could be a dangerous winger in this organization. He, he could get some serious looks once injury. I mean, obviously Felino goes down, boom, first call up is Sammy Walker. Cause he was very good for them when he came up and I, interesting because i think you move hartman down with that line you move him with the the grief line you it's the grief line now with hartman uh, <laughs> you got the grief line and then you got walker playing with gaudreau and boldy again and let's roll yeah man interesting because i think beckman is going to get some play too it's somebody else i hope he does mason shaw suspended the next two games so beckman will slot in with oh that's a fun line right there the vibes per 60 with that line, uh, Beckman Reeves and Dewar. Oh yeah, my that's gonna be sick. That's going to be a, that's going to be a very fun line to watch. And that's I really have depth again this year, man. And that that's, I think that's, that's an underrated aspect of this team is, is they do have depth. I mean, they, they lose a guy like Felino, but you get back a guy like uh, Hartman mm-hmm. and Duhame back in the mix. And yeah, the, the, the depth on this team is not to be sneezed at. I think they got some good depth. No, definitely. Um, meanwhile, I can just hear Anson Carter getting triggered. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we don't need to. We don't need to rehash that old wound. Um, so yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, we, we we touched a little bit about it. We touched a little, little teeny bit about it. Um, you know, we're recording this before the Jets game. By the time that you're listening to this, big the Jets game, game too, boys. Jets game big, will big have already game. happened. Um, but what are your thoughts? The wild play at Winnipeg. What are what are your thoughts here? Uh, Winnipeg. It's a tough is, place for us to play. Seems it is like. a tough place. They're they're. Uh, I'm looking at the standings. They're three points ahead of us, uh, but they've played one one or two extra games. It's a big game tonight. Uh, and the next game against the Stars is a big one because if we can pick up a couple wins against these teams, preferably not letting it get to OT, preferably mm-hmm. two in regulation, we are in a prime spot to leapfrog them and hold a, hold a little bit of a lead in the Central Division. And I feel vindicated because one of my wild takes about, I think the Wild were, what, 8-8 eight and eight at the time, maybe 7-7, seven and seven, hovering 500. I said they're going to go on a run right about January, end of December into January and February and take the lead in the Central and their prime it team. Is, it oh. is time. So it is time for their run. And they have been on a good run. It's not to say they – maybe I was a couple weeks off on my prediction and maybe they won't get the lead in the Central, but they will be a top three team in the Central, I believe. Yeah, uh, no, definitely. If they aren't, they'll be a wild card and hopefully they make it on the Pacific side. Because <laughs> I would take being a wild card on that side, honestly. I mean, sure – go through vegas first vegas is the only team in the pacific that scares me but i think the wild have proven they can play vegas oh yeah absolutely in the playoffs and i don't think that team is nearly as good as the team we saw two years ago in the playoffs they're good and eichel is playing at a a a new level right now he's playing very well for them and they're going to get some people back from injury i believe yeah i think mark stone's hurt right now already Oh yeah, forgot about Patrick. in Patrick's in. No, I, I wasn't saying uh, Patrick because we talked about him. Yeah, yep. he's in Carolina. I'm trying to think about the other one. Uh, I don't know. I don't care enough to look up there. No, I don't either. either. But, but I mean, yeah, I'm, they they they're gonna have a few players coming back from injury. So yes, they will be good. Yeah, through Vegas. Hey man, I'm just saying they. It can happen. 
They can beat any of the other teams in that division pretty yep. handily, in my opinion. Yeah. Now here, okay. So here's where we're at, right? The next, the next three games of the Wild have uh, between now and the next episode of Wild Takes division uh, opponents yeah. are all division opponents, and we're within six points of all th- of all three of them. So big stretch of hockey coming so, in. Yeah, we get six points in this little stretch here. All of a sudden, look who's in first place. Um, yes. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Well, that's. Uh, we would not be necessarily not. in first place, but because uh, Dallas is in first in position, we'd be in yeah. But they played more games. Dallas, they got two games on us, and and um, they've got two games on us. We would we're six points back, and then uh, they've got forty six points. The Jets have forty three as we're recording this, and then the Avalanche and the Wild both have forty. Uh, but the uh, Avs have a game in hand, and then. Uh, the Blues have 34, but they've played an extra game than the Wild. So, um, and I'm not a, I'm not big on the Blues this year. I think they lost uh, losing David Perron, the Peroni. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was big. That was years. yeah, yeah, that was big for them. I think he, I don't know, man. He was yeah. solid for them. He was a very good player for them. He's what Detroit now? I think he is in Detroit. Great fit for him as well with all those young studs, kind of giving him an edge. Yeah. Detroit's holding the playoff spot right now. They've turned it around. That they have. They bad this year, but they weren't looking as great as they everyone thought they were going to be. Yeah, no, and here they are. I mean, the East is going to be a bloodbath. Oh, anyway. it's a gauntlet, dude. Uh, it's going to be so fun to watch, man. They're actually Detroit's actually not holding a playoff spot, but... Um, yeah, that's that, a gauntlet, man. They aren't, and they aren't close either, really. No, they're not, but there's... So they're fourth in the Atlantic, and there are one, two, three, four. But they have three. played less games than almost every team in front of them. Quite a quite a bit less. Yeah, but other than card, at least. So they just yeah. got games. Every every team in front of them in the wild card, they have two or three games in hand on. Um, they got four on Washington. That's like yeah, I know Brock Nelson. How about Brock Nelson? His play for the Islanders this year. Wow. It's been good. He's been very good. You love and to see it. Jack Preezy's in double digit goals. What? Did I say that? Hey, I got no regrets. <laughs> I, I don't either, but I'm just saying, like, everyone kind of wrote him off. Like, oh, I, I, ju- I, for what anything. it's worth, for what it's worth, I genuinely believe the only team he would be having success with is the New York Islanders. Probably. Probably. Like, I just, I mean, his style of play, really. Yeah. <laughs> They do play like a defensive and, you know. He just, yeah, they just do it. Oh, Barry Trotz is the perfect coach for him, too. I Barry's, Barry's not even there anymore. He was just like, oh. yeah, screw it. Barry's not there anymore? Nah, they, uh, it's. um. They got rid of him Lane, last year, didn't they? Lane Lambert. They, uh, they ah, that's him. right. Yes, they let they let Barry walk. Then, there was, there was the whole, huh? Nah, there was a whole thing where they thought he was going to go to Winnipeg. And Winnipeg thought he was going to go there, and then they had to panic, and they got bonus, and that actually kind of worked out for them. Worked out for them, um, yeah. And then everybody thought he was going to go to Vegas, and then Boston randomly fired Bruce Cassidy, so he wound up in Vegas. Yeah, it was a weird offseason. Carousel was very weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I thought I could have swore Barry Trotz was still there. No, nah, I'm just going. I'm just going for memory. I'm pretty, but wasn't wasn't. Uh... Lambert on that staff though was he not? Yeah, he was the assistant head coach. And exact, yeah. So they probably are still playing very similar style of hockey. But yeah. I don't watch uh, the Eastern Conference nearly as much as I probably should. 
I mean, I live in an Eastern Conference state, so I catch yeah. more of it than I catch more of it than I than I would right. otherwise. But yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, so yeah. Now my uh, my big um, thing here is I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in St. Louis uh, on New Year's Eve, which is the same night that the Wild play in St. Louis. And I am very tempted to con- convince my family to go with me and we go to the game. However, and this is where I'm a little nervous. Um, the only My only hesitation is that I have not seen the Wild win a game in person in probably 15 years. <laughs> they have lost every single game that I've gone to uh, in person, including the Winter Classic against the Blues last year, uh, both, both Hurricanes games. They've usually been pretty good games, um, but that's uh, that's unfortunate. That's like me with the Vikings, Dev. Every yeah, time I'm I'm very nervous. The Vikings score touchdowns, so I'm in the same boat with you there. So I need I need your opinion. Oh. I need your opinion. And if you're listening to this, feel free to hit me up on Twitter and let me know what your thoughts are as well. Um, do I go and enjoy the only uh, wild game I'll probably get to see this year because I'll be actually I will be out of town when they come into Carolina or uh, do I not go and give the wild a better chance of winning the game? Take one for the team. No. You go, <laughs> you go because jinxes are fake. Okay. Are, They're not listen. real. They're to not me. real. You should go. You should enjoy it because the blues stink and the wild are going to beat them like five or six to two. Okay. That's why you should go. Yeah. Well, I hope there's so. me I hope giving a right. prediction. There's me giving a prediction. I just said jinxes aren't real. Now that I gave that prediction, Wild will lose six or five. <laughs> yeah, I'm nervous. But so, they're yeah. not real. They're not real, damn it. <laughs> well, um, speaking of jinxes, I don't want to jinx this, but uh, the last little order of business that we need to get to. Uh, no. um, we lost another heartbreaker. Lost, our fantasy football team has lost another heartbreaker. We lost by. What is up with that? One and a half, dude. One and a half on the last fucking play of the game. Just some some random like five yard catch that uh, I believe it was James Conner. James Conner caught some random meaningless five yard pass at the end of regulation. And it it literally did nothing for the Cardinals to to like. The Cardinals just ran out the clock. Sent it yeah, to they just ran. Yeah, exactly. And, and that got was why exact, we lost. He got the exact amount of points they needed to beat us. Yeah. So now yep. uh, we are, unfortunately, for uh, we are now in the paintball bowl. So we uh, we have a matchup against uh, State of Skull. The State of Skull. We have a matchup against the State of Skull podcast. And it's a little... It's a little dicey. We're I'm 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 a little nervous. Not because I think that they're a better team than we are, because we've shown time and time again that we're the better team. But fantasy football is a fickle bitch, and yeah. I'm I'm nervous, especially because I don't really know how the paintball gauntlet is going to work. Given that a third of the people on that are running this team, two thirds well, of the people it's that are me and Marissa. Team. It sounds like <laughs> yeah. Another order of business. Welcome, Marissa Voss, the Wild Takes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. That's right. We never actually said that. So, yeah. yeah. No, this is a good good spot because she will be running it with me. And uh, she's a trooper for that. I know. (laughs) What a trooper. So, uh, shout out, Marissa. She will be on the podcast, I'm guessing, quite a bit. Uh, She'll have content for us. So, shout out, Marissa. Go throw her a follow on Twitter. 
And uh, yeah, she'll be running our TikTok as well. So go file wild takes there. But back mm-hmm. to the football bit here. Uh, so so last week we had the heartbreak of uh, last second comeback. We lost 129 to 127. So yeah, two points. Uh, I believe the week before we had won, but there was another week. Hold on. The week before we won, but this is that wasn't the playoffs. We thought no, it was the, the playoffs. Yep, yep. No, but I thought the it was the bloggers. If we win that matchup, we're in the playoffs. Um, and we ended up uh, the last second fucking bullshit again there. But there was another game, I believe it was against It's a Bit, a little earlier in the season where we needed one point. Oh, from Russell Wilson. Entire second half, and we are in the playoffs. Um, it, it was it was one of those seasons for fantasy and the wild takes boys. We time and time again, we hit that waiver wire. We found great waiver wire position. Like our, this, our team should be as equally as bad as State of School, but we just managed the shit out of them this year. We uh we we found players on the waiver wire. Um, it sucks that we're in this position, but you know yeah, what? We, we got absolutely think- hosed by injuries. Oh my God. It wasn't even, it, it's so stupid, man, but it, it, that's fantasy football. Exactly. We a few games. I mean, look at a uh, friend of the show, Andrew Lanceman takes over one of the worst teams I've ever seen in fantasy football history, him and Jack Johansson. Mm-hmm. And they go on a run and they're in the championship there. Yeah. They're going against uh, He's yapping good- all year, all year. <laughs> our good boy, Marlo. Our first, good uh, yep. Goes down in the first round. So yeah, it's going to yeah. be a, would love to be shooting paintballs at Eli. So I'm hoping it's uh I'm hoping it's state of school that's running it. But if it is me, hey man, anything for the bit, anything for content, uh we'll we'll get her done, I guess. I don't know. Yep. So yeah, we'll if, <laughs> I'm gonna be uh, wearing like football pads and shit. I'm not gonna if, if, if Zooch and I are uh have slightly more puckered buttholes than usual, uh the next yeah. week or so, that's why Which is weird because usually you're doing this for like the championship. So this is a cool bit uh that I, I, at first I was like, I, I firmly believe we should have done regular season, but yeah, what, we didn't. And now me and Dev are, yeah, sweating. A little, a little I, nervous. So, yeah. No, and uh, okay. if, if, you know, I don't want to tell my secrets here, but I think I'm going to do a, do a spur of the moment flight and wait outside Dev's house. And light him up with paintballs if he's unable to run the gauntlet. That's hundred percent. I'm, I'll I'm have a ski mask. I'll I'll just be just sitting there, light him up, drive away. He's gonna be like, "What the fuck just happened?" And I'll never say another word about it, even though I just said it here. So, just a little <laughs> thing <down the> better. <laughs> I'm just gonna be living in fear for the next. Eight yeah. So here's here's the here's the final thing on this. Uh, as we're as we're sitting here. On Tuesday, uh, Tuesday morning or afternoon, um, State of Skull is currently projected to beat us 137 to 133 and a half. So that projections uh, mean nothing. That's yeah. Projections obviously don't matter because uh, last last week State of Skull was projected to get like 160 points and they got like 75. So hoping that they just lay another goose egg again. Um, we just need. The Chargers, the Chargers clinched their uh, their playoff spot. So why don't they just rest their starters? They they can't win the division, but they've already <laughs> clinched the playoff spots. So I think they should just rest their starters. It's very important for Justin Herbert to be healthy for this playoff run that they want. Oh, to go dude, on. dude, Herbert has done, and and you know I'm glad you mentioned that. I have Herbert in two other leagues. Herbert has done nothing for two straight weeks. Absolutely nothing under ten fantasy points. Let's make it three. 
45 points he'll score just just because just just out of spite and whatever man i'm we'll see what happens i'm not too excited about this oh i'm i'm very nervous <laughs> yeah and, and to be honest i'm just glad that these fans for 10k picked the paintball gauntlet because we talked about it last week's the other two were so much worse so much worse than running one of them was eating some sort of spicy thing right yes and well I believe that was one. The other one was pissing your pants while wearing khakis or gray pants at the next 10K function, and you had to wear your piss pants the entire fucking night. Oof, that sucks. That would have been far. I Personally? Yeah, fuck that. So bad. Because you first you piss your pants, and then you got to sit there with, with just disgusting warm pants. You smell like piss all night. Yeah, and it's not like you're going to do it just once. You already did it once. <laughs> you're just, you know, I go to the bathroom, just sit there and piss my pants again. Whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once you cross the threshold of pissing your pants once, I mean. <laughs> you don't there's care. No, there's no. no point in not piss. So, like, all of a sudden everybody looks over like, oh, what's uh, what's Zooch doing in the corner? Oh, he's just pissing himself. Third time tonight. He's had a couple too many. He lost a fantasy football bet, so he's pissing his pants tonight. God, that's awful. That was far worse. So that's I'm glad terrible. that the paintball gauntlet got voted in because I think they 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 imagine it's going to be very painful, which I'm sure it will be. But okay, it's going to be painful. Pain is temporary. Glorious forever. Pain is weakness leaving the body. All right, <laughs> so I'm, I'm ready for it. All right. Oh hell yeah! All right. Well, on that note, let's get to our wild takes. Um, Ooh, I got a spicy one this week. I know you. I know you got a spicy one. I know it's football related. So let's go. Yes, sir. Um, my wild take, and I'm only saying this because I don't think Justin Jefferson, they don't respect receivers. Even if he breaks the thing, I'm sure he'll just win offensive player of the year. And I just want to put it out there before I make this take that I firmly believe Justin Jefferson should be the MVP of this season. God damn it. Well, I'm just saying, man. I mean, yes, Mahomes. yeah, Yeah, go ahead. Like Mahomes is great. He's great. We know what he is. Yes. Does he carry that team? Yeah. Okay. Let's laugh. Let's have someone else win it. Cause I'm pretty sure he's, he's got an MVP, doesn't he? Maybe two Mahomes. Yeah. He's got one. Yeah. And, and I'm sure. Yes. Does he deserve it? He's, he's a very valuable player, but Jefferson, if you took Jefferson off this Vikings team, they're 500 again, easily. Like it, it, it's in it, this offense is not even close to as good as it is without him. Um, so I just want to put that out there, but he, it's a quarterback's thing to win. And that's why I'm leading into this take. Kirk Cousins finishes top three in MVP votes. Why? Because of the eight fourth quarter comebacks, because how elite he plays down the stretch in football games and gives them chances to win. How many hits he's taken. This man is getting obliterated in the pocket, gets up next play. It's like, he's some, some iron man. Like he just gets obliterated. Do you see that hit? I, Dexter something on, on the Giants absolutely took him out of his shoes and he delivered a dot in between a safety and a corner to Jefferson. I was like, oh, you are a nasty man. I was like, he's done. There, he's going to go down. He's going to be down and out because he just got absolutely buried into the turf, which would be a penalty on these guys I just talked about. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Brady. That's a roughing the passer every time. You, driving a quarterback into the ground after ball's been released. Come on now. Um but yeah, I just think he's done so much for this football team. It's him and the, him and the JJ show on offense, really. I mean, they they kind of run it when those two are playing good. This offense is scary. It's terrifying when these two are on their game. And I just think Kirk, since it's a quarterback's 
it's like a quarterback award, the MVP. Like, sure, you had AP win it, and you've had other like non. I AP actually won it. AP won it ten years ago, and he's the last. Last yes, okay. So there, and that's kind of my point. Am I saying that Kirk should be top three in MVP votes? No, but since it's so quarterback heavy, I could definitely see it. And if it goes by, he's just so underappreciated. That's another thing I don't don't know if he's going to quite get to three, but I think he should be top three. If it's a quarterback uh, position or quarterback's award to win, I think he's been one of the top three most valuable quarterbacks this year in the league. He's putting up he's number one in yards, number one in touchdowns in the NFC right now. No, Brady might be above him. I think Brady is a Maybe I don't know. I don't know. It's close. It's it's Maybe. close. So but not in touchdowns. Leads in touchdowns. So that's all I'll say. Here, uh, here are the betting odds. Um, okay. As of three four fifteen Eastern, Tuesday, December twenty seventh. Patrick Mahomes minus five hundred. Joe Burrow plus seven hundred. Josh Allen plus eight hundred. Jalen Hurts plus a thousand. Now he was minus one fifty before he got hurt. So, and I think like we talked about before the show, I think the Gardner Minshew coming in and absolutely obliterating that Dallas defense kind of hurt Jalen Hurts as well. Yeah, hurt him a little bit. I I mean, he was plus two fifty last week, but if he comes back, I mean, I don't think he's going to because the Eagles have no reason to bring him back because they ultimately care about a Super Bowl and not an MVP vote. But um, yeah. yeah, especially because they play a couple week. Well, if he, if, he, if he comes back, they they got they got the uh, Cowboys this week, and then they've got the Saints, and I think the. Well, they just played the Cowboys, and now they. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, they just lost to the Cowboys. Saints, um, Giants. So yeah. they, if they beat the Saints, which they should, with Gardner, there's no need to play them. But I mean, they I I tend to think they want that number one seed. I mean, if the Vikings end up winning this week and say that by some miracle the Saints upset the Eagles. God, that would be awesome. And it's going down to the last week, and we play the Bears, and they play the Giants, who are not, like, an awful football team. Like the Giants, it's a divisional game. Their defense is very good. Uh, you never know. <laughs> I mean, you never know. It really could go either way at that point. Uh, do you rush them back for that either way? I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, let me Jalen round up. Let me I just don't up. think Jalen Hurts is going to – After so that's, the, that's the top four. That's the top four in NFL, NFL MVP odds. Um, number five, Justin Jefferson at plus 13,000. 13,000? 13, yeah. Ooh. That's not. Actually, no, I'm not. Uh, I mean, that's basically them saying he fucking deserves to be here, but he ain't going to get it. So if you throw 100 bucks on that, you win 13K. Uh-huh. I, 130 shit. to one. I I my it's legal by my grandparents. I might actually call them up and tell them to go throw a hundred on that. But like I said, I don't think he wins it. But if he if he breaks the record, if he breaks the record, scores two touchdowns the next two weeks, he'll be a finalist. And we get the one seed somehow by some miracle. We get the one seed. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's it's worth the worth a shot. That's yeah. all I'm saying. But he'll win uh, off here because the NFL. Here's here here's who's right after that is Justin Herbert plus fifteen thousand, Tyreek Hill plus twenty five thousand, Kirk Cousins plus forty thousand. Tyreek Hill is above him. Yeah, 
Tyreek Hill is having a stupid season. He Herbert like, is above him. Eh, that's a narrative thing. He throws a pretty ball and whatever. I'm starting to think Herbert's he he's teetering the line of overrated for me. Like he's teetering it. I, I think he's a great quarterback, but I think these people overhype the living piss out of him. It like Yeah. Herbert's odds were higher, but they it, it says that they've been dropping for the last two weeks, so as they should be. He's been awful. Are you kidding yeah. me? He's what been, I don't he's understand the reason is, they're winning games. Yeah, what all. I don't understand is Kirk's odds also dropped. He was plus twenty thousand last week, and now he's forty. Well, well, I mean, Dev, he didn't do much for that comeback against the Colts. I mean, he, he did. Oh, God damn it! I don't want to get into the PFF Sam debate again. Hey, but yeah, he he, he um, didn't. He didn't. I, I think uh, it was all it was all yak. <laughs> all all yards after catch, baby. All yak. Uh, yeah, no, it's funny, though. The narratives for Kirk Cousins. That man will never, unless he wins a Super Bowl, and even if he wins a Super Bowl, you know what they're going to say? Oh, he only won one with this team. Look at look at the other people who have won it. I mean, I oh, mean Brad Foles Johnson and and Nick Foles and, and yeah, okay. I'm, Peyton Manning's corpse. Yeah, right? There's one more. Trent Dilfer won a, won a Super Bowl. Like, shut up, okay? Joe Namath won a Super Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm fully prepared if he ever does, which who knows? Chip chairing a chance once you get into the playoffs, especially as the top three seeds. So let's see what happens. Who knows? Yeah. It's a wild take, though. Kirk Cousins are top three in MVP votes. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, baby. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, what about yeah. you? I want to hear yours. We didn't All write right. it down. So it's, this is like we're, well, I told you mine, but yeah, well, we're going in blind here. Um, uh, my wild take is that the NFL Pro Bowl should always be in Honolulu. That yeah. like it should never have left. Uh, I know it's in Vegas this year. I I actually like the changes that they've made to it of making it a flag football game so that guys will actually show up and be down to just like fuck around instead of like yeah, that's so much better. Oh, I actually God. really like that change that they've made. Put it back. It was in unwatchable Honolulu. last year. Put it, put it back in Honolulu. I don't know if they still do this, but they used to do the lose the coaching staff for the AFC and the NFC. Uh, teams was whoever lost in their respective championship. If they don't do that, they should bring that back because that. Oh is, yeah, that's awesome too. It's a fun reward for the coaches. You know, obviously the head coaches get a lot of notoriety and everything, but like, it's a good reward for the like the assistant coaches that are out there just kind of grinding away a hundred hours a week, um, getting their name out there as well. You know, mm-hmm. and they get yeah, they get, exactly they get to go out and network with the other top coaches, and it's a good time, man. Um. So yeah, that's my that's my wild take. Uh, not not necessarily the most wild, but apparently that's a, a that's been hotly debated for some reason. I don't know. There was a whole Twitter discussion about how it should be in Vegas and Miami and wrote and like rotate. No, no, no. It should always be no, in Hawaii. Hawaii. What's better, going to Hawaii or going to Florida where they go ten times a year, or Vegas where they have to go? You know, like how do yeah, exactly? If there wasn't a Hawaii. team in Vegas, maybe it'd be different. But go to Hawaii. Yes. it's so much cooler. It is cooler. So yeah, that's uh that's it. Not temperature-wise though. <laughs> ha. Um yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, not not the best wild take of all time, but that's it's one that I feel I like think mine makes up for it. That one is <laughs> mine is pretty wild. We got into that. Uh yeah, so that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Wild Takes podcast. As always, thank you for listening to the Wild Takes podcast. We really appreciate it too. Uh appreciate you sticking around and hanging out with us. So yeah, this has been the Wild Takes Podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Go give us a follow on social media at Wild Takes 10K and make sure to follow along with the rest of 10K stuff as well. If you like the show, tell your friends. If you hate the show, tell your enemies. That's a win-win for you. And remember, folks, it's not just about working hard and having fun. It's about fucking winning. Unless you go to the Pro Bowl and then it's about, you know, almost winning. 
Stay safe out there, folks. Get the fuck out of bed, bitch. Go. Get up, get up, get the guy.